Episode 22, Consequences of Your Actions. All right, we are back at it for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. And today we are on episode 22, Consequences of Your Actions. So many of us who you know are building our own businesses and running our own farm operations, right? We have a lot of response, not only responsibility for ourselves, but also responsibility for other people, right? So like, for an example, back on our family farm, you know, there's uh, there's just multiple people involved the family farm operation. Now, when you're making decisions, or if you are the, um, I won't say quote unquote leader, but the person who is running the farm operations and making most of the decisions, there's, there's a lot of weight that comes with this, with this role. Right. And we just haven't, the problem is, is that we, you haven't been taught to truly think and to run your farm operation as a business. Right. We think of we think of the farm operation as a, you know, for many people, honestly, as a hobby. The problem with this mindset is that you you make decisions that are going to be based off of feelings. So when you got to make critical decisions, whether it's on your crop inputs or, you know, your team members or even just your family relationships, the first thing that you know what to do is to make them based off of emotions. You may really like your kids and, you know, enjoy and, and love your kids. But when it comes to setting standards inside of the business, this is something that you struggle with, right? We all struggle with this. Now, <clears throat> I want to talk today about the consequences of those actions, because ultimately, my friend, you leading the farm operation, you're going to have to make some really crucial and critical, con- you know, uh, decisions. And ultimately, those decisions are going to lead to consequences, not all consequences are bad, right? I want you to hear that again. Not all consequences are bad. Now, that's the truth. The truth also is, though, is that those consequences will not feel good. What I mean by this is you you might have a team member who, you know, maybe they've been starting to slack for the last, you know, two, three months or, or even longer than that. And you begin to have conversations and try to understand what's been going on. And, you know, maybe things change for a little bit, but then they go back to their normal behaviors. And it just doesn't live up to your standard standards as the business, as your, as your business, right? Your values. So you've got a decision to make to either, you know, invest more into this person and try to help them or to have that conversation where, you know, their time has come to an end. Now, here's the thing is, let's say for an example, you do let this person go. There's going to be consequences from this. Like you are going to be shorthanded. You're going to be short staffed. Um, you're going to be running around trying to, <clears throat> you know, trying to fill this team member's position. However, there's a flip side to this. And this is what most people can't see through because you've got to remove the emotions in order to understand this. And what you just did when removing this team member is you set the standard for your business. You set the standard for yourself. 
so many of us, we put, you know, we, we are afraid to do what we know we must do. And because of that, we, we sacrifice our worth. We sacrifice our standard. And pretty soon this affects the entire team is because you've accepted this kind of behavior from this person and nothing has ever changed. And it brings the whole value of your team down. Now, here's the other thing I want you to consider for this team member. The consequence of you letting them letting them go, this team member then begins to feel the weight and feel the feel the impact of their behavior on your team. You no longer just, you know, shook it off and uh, uh, accepted it. You said, no, no more of this. Right. So I want you again to consider, you know, this whole thing is there's going to be consequences. And they're not going to feel good. But my friend, like to see through what this could do for you and to understand that you can't, you can't control all of these things. You can't control what the outcome is going to be. You can only control your, you know, your decisions. But coming back to, uh, you know, just doing what's required. And I look at, you know, family farms today and, uh, you know, those that are coming back to the family farm the truth is a lot of these kids are coming back just because it is the it's the thing that's familiar like they're familiar with their family farm operation they're not familiar with going out and doing their own thing they're not familiar with building their own business they're not familiar with the rejection and this is going to be a problem 20 30 years down the road is when the generation above them you know starts to hand this this family farm operation down and let's say it is a successful business, it's profitable, it's cash flowing. This next generation does not have the skills to truly take and handle the weight and the responsibility of the farm operation. Like that's the truth. We're farming more acres, we we have more dollars that are going in and out of the bank accounts. We have we're we're needing team members, we're needing more communication, you know, and if this isn't run like a true business, it's just going to collapse and it's just going to be full of resentment and anger and frustration within family farms because it's not run like a true business and we aren't considering the consequences that are at hand. We're just, we want to be comfortable. We want to be stuck in these, these familiar, you know, familiar emotions. And my friend, like this is not an easy thing to, to begin to implement because you are now stepping into a place where you've never been before you're starting to take action that you've never done before. However, you're doing this from a place of true understanding and knowledge instead of just hoping and praying that things are going to work out. You are now leading your business with the intention of creating a successful farm operation, but also a successful environment where the team is working together, there's collaboration, and you have this, you have this, this grip on your farm operation and, and, and you know, truly truly leading it from a place of integrity. But first, we have to ourselves get into a place of integrity. And my friend, like this is where I had to get through. I made some serious mistakes back on our family farm and uh, in different situations and work environments as well, where I did not hold my weight to the level that I knew I should have. 
And what I mean is that I didn't, I didn't live in integrity. I was doing things that were beneficial for me instead of looking at the team and looking at the standard of really the, like the standard of how, of standard of being a good team member, right? We do it for ourselves. And now this, if this is you at leading your team and doing and if you're just doing it for yourself, don't expect to have big results. Don't expect to have a team that collaborates with you. Don't expect to, you know, to, to truly set your operation on fire. You can't because you're deceived. You're lying to yourself. You are, you yourself are out of integrity. And until you get into integrity, don't expect your team to get into integrity. Don't expect to get big ass results because that's not going to be possible. If you're the one sitting there lying and, you know, just trying to get the most out of your team, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. And the problem again is just, you know, we've just, just have not been taught how to truly run a farm operation like a true business, right? We just, we bring the emotions out of it. But if you begin to separate those emotions out, things are possible. Like you are going to now operate from an operating system that truly is within integrity, but has a, has a, it has a game plan behind it. It has the intention of being successful. It has the intention of doing the right thing, not just for ourselves. So my friend, I, I hope you found this message valuable. I hope it resonated with you. And to really conclude today's message, the thing that is going to hold most people back is going to be their stories. And I want you just to consider is where can you begin to analyze and what stories, what is holding you back from truly living within integrity and, and letting go you know, letting really letting go of the need to be in control, but also letting go of, you know, the stories that aren't serving you. And in Farmer on Fire is, is the tools and the trainings and the accountability to recognize our behavior patterns, but also work on getting ourselves out of that and into a place of true production that is, that is, you know, founded by and, and leading ourselves through with, with integrity and the truth. So my friend, this wraps up today's episode and we will talk to you all on the next one.